It's human nature to focus on results, but God wants us to focus on what it takes to achieve those results. Coming up next on today's Destined for Victory, Pastor Paul Shepard delivers his message, Lessons Dreamers Must Learn. But first, he joins me from his studio. Pastor, your ministry to us each day on the radio and with the various online sources for Destined for Victory is so encouraging. One more thing you do, and you feel strongly about this, I know, is the monthly encouragement letter that goes out to everyone. Let's talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. The one letter I feel strongly about making sure we produce every month is an encouragement letter. And so I take some time and based on some teaching of that month, and occasionally it's not related to the teaching, just something that God's put on my heart in that particular time, I write a letter to let people know not only are we preaching messages, but we're really trying to impact your life and help you with application. Because again, our ministry exists to help people know God's Son, apply God's Word, and fulfill God's purpose. And my encouragement letter is designed to help you know Him, apply His Word, fulfill His purpose. And so I feel strongly about it. And I want to encourage people who are not on our mailing list to please take a moment and let us know, hey, I'd love to get the letter. It's absolutely free There's of no charge. no obligation for it. No obligation at all. We will take care of the stamp and everything. All you got to do is let us know. We can reach you. We'd be happy to send it to you. We can also send it to you by email. And it's important for you to be encouraged month by month. And so please let us do that. Get in touch with us. Give us your email and your mailing address so we can get in touch with you on a monthly basis. Well, the word encouragement means to give someone support, confidence, or hope, sometimes all three. And that's what Pastor Paul seeks to do each month with these letters of encouragement. Sign up today and you'll be glad you did. And here's another resource I know will bring you encouragement. When you send a generous gift to Destined for Victory, we have a thank you gift of our own to share with you. The University Press Study Guide, Joseph, How God Builds Character. If you're like most people, your favorite part of the fairy tale is the happily ever after. But even in fairy tales, just like in real life, happiness often comes to us on the back end of adversity. In this outstanding resource, you'll take an in-depth look into the story of Joseph as a means to helping you see that God's plans for you will always be fulfilled. That's Joseph, How God Builds Character, yours by request for your generous gift to Destined for Victory. Do that by calling 855-339-5500 or visit PastorPaul.net to make a safe and secure donation online. And you can also mail your gift to Destined for Victory, Post Office Box 1767, Fremont, California, 94538. excited when God gives you a glimpse into your future or you get a sense of what God is up to in your life. You're looking at the destination. But what you have to understand is God's work in your life is as much about the journey as it is about the destination. It may be human nature to focus on where we're going, but the key to getting there is being faithful right where we are. Today on Destined for Victory, Pastor Paul Shepard takes us to the story of Joseph. Betrayed by his brothers and sold into slavery, Joseph had a choice to make. He could start doubting God's promise and get bitter, or cling to his faith and get blessed. Stay with us now, or listen anytime on demand at our newly designed website, PastorPaul.net. That's PastorPaul.net. 
Now, here is Pastor Paul with today's message, Lessons Dreamers Must Learn. If God is up to something in your life and he has put a dream in your heart, something he has called you to do and to be, do not get upset when you discover that not everyone is thrilled about what God is doing in your life. Because there are some people who specialize in being haters. And I devoted the last message to talking about that dynamic and the biblical references that will help us to become people who can thrive despite the haters that are in your life. And if you haven't run into your haters yet, just like my grandmama used to say, just keep on living. They are on their way. They are on orbits or travelocity right now, booking their ticket into your life. They are headed towards you to mess with you because God is up to something in your life. But what you got to learn is that greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. I don't have to worry about my haters because God is greater than every force that will come against me. And so we talked about that fact that the haters are par for the course. And I ended the last message by talking about the fact that they don't know it yet, but the haters are actually helping to accomplish God's will in your life. In Joseph's case, his brothers who hated him, first because he got preferential treatment, and secondly because of these dreams, they ended up, and we talked about it in the last message, they ended up selling him to some merchants who were coming down the road because all they wanted to do is get him out of their hair. Said, let's sell him. He'll be a slave in another country. We won't have to worry about him. What they didn't know is that what God was up to in Joseph's life, that dream was going to be fulfilled in Egypt. God had to get him from Canaan to Egypt. And so he used the haters to book his ticket to the place of destiny. Your haters don't know it, but they're helping you get where God is taking you. And I ended that message by saying you really need to send them a text message. And if you don't know it yet, sooner or later you're going to find out there's coming a season in your life when when you look back over your life and see how God used even your challenges and even your enemies to help accomplish his purpose, you're going to want to send an email to your haters and say, you know, I was just sitting here thinking about you and thanking God for you. Because they're helping you get to the place of destiny. Joseph's haters got paid to send him to the place of destiny. And centuries later, Jesus' hater named Judas got paid to send him to the place of destiny. He was destined for the cross, but somebody had to betray him to get him there. God will use the people who want to destroy you and he will cause his will to come to pass. With that backdrop, I want to then learn another lesson that all of us who are experiencing God-given plans and dreams for our lives must learn. That lesson is this. God's plan for our lives is about the journey as well as the destination. 
God's plan for our lives is about the journey as well as the destination. See, Joseph, at the age of 17, we saw in chapter 37 of Genesis, and he has two dreams. Both dreams signify that one day his family will be bowing down to him. So he knows, according to what God has put in his heart, that one day God's going to bring him to a place of prominence. That's what he knows. What he doesn't know is where it's going to happen. He doesn't know when it's going to happen. He doesn't know how it's going to happen. And watch this one. He doesn't have a clue as to what he's going to have to go through before it happens. See, we get excited when God gives you a glimpse into your future or you get a sense of what God is up to in your life. You're looking at the destination. But what you have to understand is God's work in your life is as much about the journey as it is about the destination. And if you don't learn the right lessons and make the right decisions on the journey, if you get to the destination without having honored the journey, that will turn from triumph to tragedy. I don't know if you've seen them, but I've met many a person who according to their lifestyle and according to their reputation or according to their notoriety or according to where they are in their job or according to how many whose who's list they're on, they have arrived. But when you look at their lives, you see that they were only focused on the destination and they failed a lot of tests on the journey. So when they get there, they don't know how to handle life at that point. And I've come to tell you, your life is not about your destinations Your life is about your journey. It is the journey that God has a vested interest in because it is in the journey that God makes us the people he has called us to be. You, like Joseph, are destined for some things. God has his hand on your life. He has a plan and purpose for you, but you must pay attention to what he has called you to do along the way so that you, when you arrive at the destination You are prepared to glorify God there. And Joseph doesn't know how important the journey he's about to embark on is. He's probably saying, what in the world is going on in my life? Here I am, a slave in a foreign country. What in the world is happening? He doesn't know. He's disillusioned. He may be angry at this moment with his brothers. He may be feeling all kinds of things. But what he doesn't know is God is smiling because God is saying, here is your training ground. Here is the place where I'm going to take you from a male to a man. You do know that just because you're a male doesn't make you a man. Sisters, you do know that just because you're a female doesn't make you a woman. I hope you realize that manhood and womanhood are not the product of birthdays. I know a whole lot of 47, 52-year-old boys. 63 and a half boys. Retired in the old folks' home. Still haven't got their act together. Still don't know how to live life. And I'm an equal opportunity abuser. I know plenty of females. 
who haven't learned the first lesson about being a woman after God's own heart. Don't go away. We're only about halfway through today's Destined for Victory message with Pastor Paul Shepard. He is senior pastor of Destiny Christian Fellowship in Fremont, California. And if you enjoy listening to Destined for Victory, we know you'll love watching some of his best video clips by subscribing to Pastor Paul on YouTube. For more details on all of his social media, scroll to the bottom of the homepage at our brand new website. And that address is the same, pastorpaul.net. That's pastorpaul.net. You can listen there on demand to recent messages and find a variety of new features and resources. Now, with the second half of today's message, Lessons Dreamers Must Learn, here again is Pastor Paul. So, this season in your life is scripted by God to be the season where you learn everything you need to know to become the person God wants you to be. Don't look at your circumstances when you're in this season. Don't look at your circumstances because that's just the backdrop for the tapestry God is creating. He's a slave, but that's not the issue. That's just where God's going to use him to develop him. You got to look at where you are in your life. Now look at Joseph. He comes from a dysfunctional family. So do many of us. He's an overindulged 17-year-old at the point of this text. He's 17. He has now been sold as a slave. He's in a foreign country. And he is 17 years old, inexperienced. He is overindulged because we learned in the early part of the series, his father favored him over his other siblings. He walked around with this coat of many colors. And so he was overindulged. Many of you have been. He is... His work ethic is underdeveloped because when we saw him last in Genesis 37, he was home while all his brothers were tending the flocks out in another city. And his father said, go check on your brothers and see how they are doing. They're out there working. He's in the house chilling. Got on his Versace robe, feet up. And he doesn't understand that God is going to do some things in his life that are going to have to change those dynamics. Also, at this point in his life, his spirituality is largely having to do with his association with his family. In other words, he hasn't really developed a personal relationship with God. He's been mired in family comfort and and family tradition after all. Look at him. Look at the family he's in. He's in the family that God designated to bring into the world Jesus Christ who would save us from our sins. He is as important as it gets. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and now Joseph and his brothers. He's the fourth generation of God's chosen to bring the Lord Jesus into the world. But he hasn't developed much of a personal walk with God. He hasn't had to. He's been too comfortable. Things been too cool. It's all good. But how many know God knows how to put you in a place where you got to learn who he is for yourself? God will put you in a place where your grandmother's religion will not impact your life. It's good. Those of us who have been raised in Christian families, that's very good. I praise God and I'm trying my best to raise up new families that will commit to being families of faith and have generations of believers because America is frighteningly unchurched. We got to get back to the basics. 
We got to get back to our roots and our roots are that we had generations that preceded us that frankly that got us to where we are and they got us there because they honored and reverenced God. And so some of us had the privilege of growing up in those families. Some of us were like Timothy in the New Testament where Paul said, what is in you was first in your grandmother Lois and then in your mother Eunice and now it's in you and I'm here to stir up what's already in you. I'm glad I come from that. I'm glad that my grandparents knew Jesus and my parents knew Jesus and that they taught us to love the Lord. Didn't give us the option. Told y'all many times, I never heard growing up, do you feel like going to church? I don't even know what that sounds like. What I do know, what I did here was y'all got 45 minutes to be out of this house on your way to Sunday school. After Sunday school, there was a half hour break, 1030 to 11, cause service was gonna start at 11. Jesus came to church at 11. And so we had half hour to get ready. And all us little Sunday school children would go around the corner to a store and get our little goodies and stuff them in our pockets cause we were gonna sneak and eat during the service. Some of y'all Sunday school children know where I am. We're going to sneak and eat during the service. Because, you know, back in the day, you couldn't eat in church. Couldn't chew gum in church. Back in this different day now, folk bring coolers and everything now. (laughs) Passing sandwiches down the road. No, these days are different. Back in the day, you had to sneak if you were going to eat in church. And we were kids, we had been raised in the truth, but we hadn't received Jesus for ourselves. So we'd had to eat. And we sitting there, and you know, and back those days you dressed up and we had our little suits on and what have you. And you stuffed, you had those pockets. You put your charms in here and you put your lifesavers on there. And while the saints were singing and rejoicing, we'd slip in and get one. But you know what? The day came when we had to know Jesus for ourselves. The day came when my mother being saved and my father being the pastor did not matter in my life. I had to know him for myself. And you're going to have to learn some lessons in this season of your life. Or else you will not be truly successful. God's plan for Joseph was to make him a man who preserved a posterity in the earth for himself. God was sending Joseph to Egypt. We know who have the whole story at our disposal. God was sending him there to preserve the lineage of Christ. He had a significant role to play. But God knew that he would have to learn some lessons so that that prominence would not go to his head and his priorities would not be out of whack when he got to the place of destiny. And that's what God is up to in your life. He wants to make you a person after his own heart, a person who will glorify him so that he can give you true success. I hope you know that success is not the trappings. Success is not your job. It is not your career. It is not your notoriety. It is not your bank account. Success cannot be measured by anything external. But I've been promoted on your job. That doesn't make you successful. That makes you promoted. In fact, Joshua 1, God said, if you do all the things I'm telling you, then you will have good success. There is a success that isn't good. 
There is a success that drives some folk crazy. There is a suggest where people have stuff and don't have God's priority and God's training and development of their lives. And so it messes them up. So God is up to true success in our lives. God doesn't want you to be vogue on the outside and vague on the inside. He wants to develop some things in us. And so he uses this season in Joseph's life and he'll use this season in our lives to develop us and to teach us that it's as much about the journey as it is about the destination. So Joseph's got a lot of work to do. He's from a dysfunctional family. He's an overindulged 17 year old. He has an underdeveloped work ethic and he only knows God by association. He's got growing to do. How much growing do you have to do? If you stay the way you are now, how jacked up will your life be? Five years, 10 years, 20 years from now. You do know that livers must be learners. You must be a person on the grow. You can't stop with your present state and say, I'm here, I'll just park right here. No, no, you've gotta be a person who understands that God has more for you to learn, more for you to become. He wants to turn those weaknesses into strengths. He wants to turn that misprioritizing into proper priority. He wants to get your life on the road that he has destined for you. So there's some work to do. The best way to frame that is to think about what happened in the life of Jesus. When he was 12 years old, we see him sitting in the temple asking questions of learned men, his family who has journeyed without him come back and his mother scolds him and says, don't you know that we were looking for you? And he said, well, I must be about my father's business. And then there is a verse at the end of Luke's gospel, chapter two, verse 52 says this about the next 18 years of Jesus life. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature in favor with God and man. That's the model for a season like this. God wants to develop you in four areas. Wisdom, stature, in favor with God, and in favor with man. All four areas get attention during this season of Joseph's life. All four areas must be addressed now that he has hit what has the feel to him like rock bottom. We're going to see that he develops in the Lord. In fact, the next verse says the Lord was with Joseph. After verse one tells you about his situation in life, then we're told the Lord was with him. That is not an indication that he was merely from a family that God had chosen. That's an indication that this man now is coming to understand as a young man who is moving through, beginning a journey, an uncertain journey, that he needs the Lord. This is an indication that he is reaching out and saying, God, I need you in my life. I need you to guide me and lead me. I need you to be Lord of my life. If you want God to take you to what happens next, make sure you're faithful in what's happening now. Thanks so much for being here with us for Pastor Paul Shepard's message, Lessons Dreamers Must Learn. If you'd like more information about Destined for Victory, 
or about the special thank you gift reserved for you when you make a generous donation today, please visit PastorPaul.net and click the donate button. That's PastorPaul.net. God has great things in store for you, but you must pay attention to the steps along the way. Because if you don't pay attention to those, when you get to the place you always wanted to be, you will not have the fortitude, the spirituality, the inner strength, the work ethic, the wisdom, the people skills to deal with it. That's tomorrow in Pastor Paul Shepherd's message, Lessons Dreamers Must Learn. Until then, though, remember, he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. In Christ, you are destined for victory.